It is I, DJ Them Jeans from the Just Like Heaven Music Festival. What's up? <laughs> oh, Them Jeans, not only a DJ, but a curator of DJs from uh, the era when he peaked. Nice, nice to talk to you today. Yeah, even though I am on the very bottom of the flyer, I am the main. I'm the main character of my own life. That's true, and that's something that um, I can relate to, even though there's no flyer involved. Um, right. It's nice to be podcasting with you. I feel like you're back in your little LA groove. I'm also in in my LA groove, and by that I mean that I am doing two workouts today, and I've already drank a gallon of water before noon. Okay, so you've already done one workout, and you're going to do another one later. Yeah, we did it. We did a biceps, triceps. And shoulders session this morning and then we have a tennis uh at 2 p.m oh you get to play tennis that's fun <laughs> i was gonna do that today <laughs> why why can't you jason funny you ask because i lent you my key <laughs> and parking pass for my private tennis court that i got for us as a fun gift and instead of you you didn't even go or use it right you just lost it quickly i i i don't look i don't i don't want to do this in public not in front of mom and dad but i do think i don't remember taking it Mm. and i've taken it before and returned it if you remember correctly we don't need to get into the details of it but i i came back from new york and i said hey did you use the key and you said i didn't even have time to go get it so then it was in the hiding spot i went put it in the kitchen and i was like do you want to use it now before i went to mexico you said yeah sure throw it in with uh, with your other stuff, you know, some Gia, some other cool products that I let you have, and then <laughs> other cool products. You let me have. <laughs> and then I said, "Hey, I'm back, and today's my cardio day. I think I might be in a place where I could finally use my lobster, my tennis ball machine Jason, for I'm- the first time in a month." And he said. I, I think I lost it. So Jason, I look, trust me, I don't feel good about this. I actually feel really bad. I was having some anxiety about it before because I hate to disappoint you. That's and good news. That's good news. I, I'm luckily I believe they'll be able to to give you what you need. I'm sure that they're they'll be able to do that. I also think if you just went over there, somebody would probably let you in. Mm. Look, if there's any fees associated with this, I would love to cover them. Um just send me your Venmo QR code. I haven't had a chance to craft an email to my representative down at the <laughs> at the tennis courts, but don't worry, I will make sure to lead with of course if there are any fees, I am more than happy to pay for them. Yeah, because I do feel bad about this because I honestly don't I you know what why I feel extra bad is because I truly don't have any idea what happened. Mm-hmm. Like I have no idea. I've searched the car, I've searched the house, I just don't know where it could be. And I'm the one who does drugs, Chris, just to let you know. This is this is not sober girl swag energy for you to be doing something like But you've been busy. I, I that's the problem, and I do feel bad and I want to publicly apologize for this. You know, I do want to publicly apologize. I want to take this time. I'm I'm going to be doing some learnings and looking inward, um, and really trying to understand cool. uh, what happened. Well, I'll I'll give you something you can understand real quick. Apology not accepted. <laughs> you can take you your the- I'm sorry and shove it where the f- sun doesn't shine. Buddy. You are the kind of guy. You are the kind of guy who wouldn't accept an apology. That's pretty funny. I I accept some apologies. Uh, this one uh, it hasn't moved me enough, unfortunately, which is fine. I ended up going to Equinox and I had a great mask off workout. Okay. I feel stretched, blessed, and de-stressed. So that's you're lucky that you were able to wiggle out of this guillotine chokehold that I was about to put you in. 
for one day. We'll see what happens tomorrow, though, Chris. Well, I, I think this should maybe hinge on the response from the representative from the GCC and how willing they are. Because I'm willing to guess, Jason, this has probably happened before. Mm. Is this so? Is this a way to make me feel better or you feel better, Chris? No, this is this has nothing to do with me or you. This has to do with the reality of keys and the fact that people lose them pretty often. <laughs> that that's that's really all it is. This has nothing to do with you. Don't make this about you, Jason. The okay. reality of keys is is the new clips mixtape. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Damn, but I did get that new Bottega keychain. It would have been nice to add that key to it. So I, I do apologize. Okay, okay. Don't don't take your. Whatever they use for salt in Italy and rub it in my wound, Chris. Your, your, your fluid. What they use for salt in Italy? <laughs> you're, don't don't. You're rubbing Parmigiano Reggiano on the wound, Chris. At this point, I I do apologize, but I mean, I I think that we're going to recover from this. I think hopefully our relationship just gets stronger. We're going to recover. These are the trials and tribulations that test us. This is not a roadblock. It's merely a speed bump. And you know, do I think that? This was an intentional loss of the keys to maybe curb my abilities as you get to enjoy your 2 p.m. tennis, your privileged 2 p.m. tennis <laughs> that you can just do whenever you want now. I don't know. I don't know. I want to. Uh, I don't want to make those claims, but something Jason, smells as you fishy, know, as, and I'm not talking as, about no damn anchovies. Okay, it's it's not it's not a popular canned fish. It's 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 something else. Well, I think Jason. I think something we need to to realize is. You know, we have a few things coming up where I need you to look as good as possible. So any sort of mm-hmm. curbing your workout is something I'm not interested in right now. In fact, I'm more interested in you sharing um, every bite of food that goes into your mouth with me and me telling you if that's a good idea or a bad idea. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. I'm on my I'm on my lean girl swag. It's no breakfast, no lunch on this side. I'm only drinking on maybe one night out of the week. I'll drink every other day. I'm stone cold sober. Well, not counting the good the good Lord's marijuana, but yeah. Have you had a Have you had an edible today? Be honest with me. No, I have not had an edible, but I did receive a great package in the mail from from our friends at Pure Beauty. Pure Beauty, the the coolest cannabis brand. That's the, that's the brand that makes me want to smoke grass the most, just to participate in their in their cool design. Shout outs to Pure Beauty for their for listening to the pod and and sending the one cool drug user the pack. They I got you know I got some little pre rolls and some some flour, but they also sent me. Have you seen this thing? It's called Little Strong Drink. Yes, I have. They I, I love the campaign. I don't know who shot it. It was really well done. It is really well done. I think I think um, my life partner's friend shot it. I think it's, is it, it Caleb Marshall? It's Caleb or it's it's a it's no, a it's guy Caleb. with yeah. it's a guy with a C name. Colin. Yes. Cape. No, I think it might be Caleb. It's Colin Kepernick. No, 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 not, not him. It He's a football him. player. Uh, no, my, but my so, so the little strong drink is what exactly? So, like a five-hour energy type beat. So it's like a small. It's maybe like four inches tall, the size of a thin hard penis, and it's probably. <laughs> I think it's made out of metal, so it's quite heavy. Ooh, I like that. So I think I, like it, I think it's designed a substantial vessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I were to you know make a pipe bomb for the ISIS community, this is this is definitely a vessel that I would use. But I think it's the the intention of it being made out of metal. Is to sort of like drive home the fact that this is a, a powerful thing that shouldn't be taken lightly. 
and it, it, all it is is just like a, a special yummy flavor. It's like Concord grape cardamom ashwagandha. But what's it supposed to do to you, bro? Is it supposed to get you high? Is it supposed to relax your it's body? It's supposed to get you wicked high. It's two ounces of, li- of liquid, so it's just like, you know. THC shooter. It, this is like fireball for my weed smokers. It's 100 milligrams to the face. I don't know what that means, really. So that is like my package of edibles. That is if I ate the entire box in one shot. Oh, so this is some hair on the chest type shit. You might be too much of a pussy for this little drink they they have instructions on like how to parcel it out so like have a thimble full versus the entire bro thing the only the, face. the only drug i'm gonna parcel out at two ounces is cocaine come on man. <laughs> take it to the take it to the domey don't be a pussy i mean i'm not the kind of guy who thinks that this is a drug i think it's actually a flower from the earth oh but it's medicine i forgot it's medicine yeah yeah it's from plants <laughs> it's plants <laughs> Planta. <laughs> I'll, I'll say I'll do a quarter of it. Like having twenty five milligrams for for me, that's a lot. That's gonna have me take off, go to Mars. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna lock myself in the shower type shit. But um, I'm I'm willing to give it a try and get something real strong. I look forward to at the very least just doing it for science and for mm-hmm. content on this podcast. Like as a um kind of like apology gift, I would love to you know rent you a small hotel room. Um, and, and then lock you inside of it while you take the whole thing to the face and then document it, document, you know, your time there. How small of a hotel room are you like? Not actively, super small. Because hotels no, are already small. not huge. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like, I'm not going to, you're just, you're just saying it's not going to be a suite. Yeah. It's not worth a suite. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not mm. a suite, sweet activation. It's more of like a regular, What's the, what size bed are, am I going to get? Oh, well, of course a king for my king. I would never, I would never okay, put you okay, on a couch. Okay, I'm back. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not crazy. I'm not walk crazy. me through the, uh, room service privileges. Are we, is there a cap room service privileges? I will put, I will put the Dungeon death projects, American express business platinum card down for incidentals, okay. but I will also ask they remove everything from the mini bar. Like you're a sober guest. <laughs> so you can't run up the check too much, but I will allow some eggs and toast. Uh, I, I was eyeballing the bolognese. I, I don't need an answer now, but you know we can go we can go later. But yeah, if I'm if I'm gonna drink a hundred milligrams of THC, the last thing I'm gonna want is uh you know a, a bottle of Tito's. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, in that case, yeah. I mean, I, I just have to protect myself. Obviously, mm-hmm. I will provide water for you. Um, I know you're an Arrowhead guy, so I can drop that off in the room. No problem. Like an Arrowhead. Nice it's joke. an honest water for an honest day's work. Good old <laughs> exactly, Arrowhead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's their. Don't sell them their tagline. And you could drink your little pussy ass magnesium shit, and I'll be drinking a a bro man hard dick water. (laughs) We like our no, we like our water hard, like our dicks. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a it's a it's a vibe. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I do like the idea of of you overdosing on on uh, marijuana (laughs) shooter in a hotel room. Yeah, hopefully, and I would I would I would probably just to kind of like give it the right vibe you know probably like an airport hotel you know what i mean like put you oh you know like by lax make sure well make sure you have a flight the next day oh yeah no yeah yeah well i have this to is, put you this is all a punishment none of this sounds enjoyable you know that right jason content, like this is gonna be like always we're enjoyable. gonna we're gonna aluminum foil up the windows because <laughs> i take too much edible gummy <laughs> Look, I want to put you in a junky mindset. Is basically what I'm trying to do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show up at the uh, the LAX Sheraton. I don't have the presidential suite, but it's you'll you'll find it to be comfortable, Mr. Stewart. And I walk in, and there's a fucking loaded handgun on the on the coffee table. I'll work with one of my uh, trusted 
trusted set designers to really get it tight for you before you get in before you get in there you know so it really okay. feel, really feels authentic but yeah the windows of course will be covered make it come alive there will be a weapon um we can pre-dirty it mm. you know what i mean like we can kind of kind of grunge it up a little bit for you but i just mm-hmm. want you to feel i want you to feel what i feel jason but on edibles excuse me drinkables <laughs> i'm off i'm off a drinkable yeah shout out to pure beauty you guys rock <laughs> I'm gone off of I'm gone off it, but yeah, pure. Unless beauty. I die, then fuck you. But no, I'll, I'm going to drink this shit down. I'll give a full report, Jason. In, of course, I would have. A, of course, I would have a medic on site. I mean, this is come on, bro. Like, and if don't make me do a COVID test before we do this either. What's a COVID test? <laughs> come on, <talk. laughs> COVID is a word that I've lost from my vocabulary, and I can't seem to find it. My my fucking right nostril still hurts from my Mexican COVID test, which all oh, does sound like a sex move. Now that I say that, it absolutely does sound like a sex move, or like a cocktail. Well, so I mean, somebody jammed it too far up there, bro, and I I I feel bad for you, but also man up. I feel bad for me, pero it's okay. We do have a guest today. Named after my favorite British stadium. Yeah, which is very a very cool name. I've never heard it as a name before. Wembley Sewell. Sewell? Wembley Sewell. She's the editor-in-chief of Them, um, which is actually... We had a friend of the show, Michael Kuby, uh, on back in the day. He's he he's mm-hmm. a big contributor to to Them. Shout out to Kuby. Shout out to Big Kuby. We're going to chop it. We're going to chop it up with her about uh i, I want to get her i don't know why i have this gut feeling but I, I need to talk to someone about this britney spears stuff and i feel like she'll have a nice Ooh. nice take for us because i wasn't following it because i didn't care and then yesterday i really cared um so i'm <laughs> cb I'm has here. time now you motherfuckers that's what he said i do have time now it's britney bitch let's give her a jingle bro Wembley, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's a it's a it's a pleasure. I've heard so much about it. I know my friends have a blast when they come on it. So thanks for having me. Yeah, what kind of friends are we talking about? Who? What kind of people are you associating? I'm not with? gonna I'm not gonna call them out because what if they don't think they're what if they don't consider me a friend? And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. So you Damn. have <laughs> cue cue the lonely music. I don't know. COVID, you don't know where you stand with people. That's a good point. Jason was talking in our in our group chat yesterday actually about how he's been fizzling people during covid because it's the perfect is the perfect mm-hmm. fizzle phase because you, you don't have to see anybody you can just kind of like mm-hmm. slowly you know respond less i don't know if you've been participating in some of that yeah because you because people were talking about you got to cut some friends out and i'm like why why do we have to cut when we can do a fizzle that's what i've done <laughs> with all the ladies of my life and i can do that with the friends of my life why not well. yeah you're a classic fizzle guy yeah. i mean i don't know if i'm a fizzler i think it just might be like in, i got my birth chart read actually yesterday and it said like by nature, you actually just like want to be, you know, alone. And I was like, this seems very counter. Yo, Virgo season, baby. Virgo season. Virgo season. I'm an Air. Well, I'm an Aries. So like, who did you wait? Who? How did you do this? Like, where? Just online? Did you go IRL? What's the vibe? I had um, an amazing astrologist, uh, Alice Barkley Cat, do readings for my entire team as like a. Hey, hold on this one year second. Sucks. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. What was that name? Alice Sparkly Cat. Yes. Yes, incredible. They're they're incredible. Hold on, hold on. So, what's the ticket looking like on this? Because it's going to take a little more for me to trust somebody with that kind of nom de plume. No, they're look, they're amazing. They do great work. I was like in tears at some point. So, I think you might need to get oh shit, you might need to get a reading. Chris, they might work for trade for all we know. That's a good point. We had a we had a um a woman named Chrissy Rutherford on the podcast a while yes. back, and she's very into this. So she kind of prepared some chart reading for Jason oh, and I. Oh wow! And it was it was a nice gift from the guest because usually we're doing all the heavy lifting, as you as you yeah, can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like a broker. She brokered our charts, and 
You know, I was getting misty-eyed as well. Yeah. It's scary how accurate it is. Are, are you a big believer in this, or is it more of like a fun thing that you like? Well, there are like some things that I was like, how would you know this? Oh, like real shit. Yeah. Got an example? Yeah, we need an example. In the middle of, you know, giving me the breakdown, they just all of a sudden stop in their tracks are like, how are your boundaries like with your family? And like, I have family like all over the place, like texting me, FaceTiming me like in the middle of the day. Like, I'll be like, I have a sister who's like turning 16 soon and like love her, but like sending me TikToks and stuff. I'm like, I guess I could set up a boundary there. Yeah, you need some boundaries with a 16 year old. Cause you know, last time I actually was hanging out with some younger folks. Like I was on a set and like the, the location was a house. Sorry. And the, the child of the owner was there and she was yeah. like 14 and I was asking her all these questions and she was blowing my fucking mind. Yeah. They, they run shit. She just acts like I'm so, everything I say is so stupid. It was, it was just, it was, it was amazing. It was like, it was like, Literally, like every I would ask about something, and she would look at me like I was just an idiot, and it'd be Bring like, "Bring her on the next your next episode, Chris." You're, you're I worry about your future, Chris. The Gen the Z last edition. the last generation that's able to understand and appreciate you is is about to die off. <laughs> and, and the second act of your life is going to be fucked up. So, does a sixteen year old sister? Do you feel like d- does she think you're cool and like you put her onto stuff and she puts you into stuff, or does she just think you're her sister who lives in New York? Absolutely, she celebrated her thirteenth. I worked at Teen Vogue at the time when she was turning thirteen, so she had her little thirteenth birthday at the office. That was pretty cool. I gotta say, that's a cool sister move. Neither of us have done anything that nice to our siblings, so you actually, I would like to. I don't. I don't mean to boast here, Jason, and I know you wouldn't. Eat. Jason has a twin brother, so he doesn't feel like he has to do much for him. You know what I mean? But I. I had a cousin who, when I used to be in the music business, was obsessed with John Mayer, like really, really loved John Mayer. And for Christmas, mm. I did get her an autographed John Mayer plaque framed as a gift. And it, wow. I think it did bring like her a, to Like t- a gold record? Uh, like, a, like the official? No, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't like made out to me, unfortunately. You know, Chris Black, thank you for your help. Thank <laughs> you so much for your contributions to John Mayer's <laughs> career. I, I have contributed a lot to his career indirectly. He's not aware of it, but we know. The people who need to know know. <laughs> it was uh, some sort of like poster, basically. It wasn't like mm. a... Unfortunately, it was not a, a, a platinum record. Wow, you got your cousin a poster. Wow. <laughs> Damn. That, there are levels to that yeah, yeah jason it, it's not a fucking poster from you know the mall this is like a this is a poster you can't heads don't have that poster you know what i mean okay and it was signed okay and i'm sure it's in a storage space somewhere now in a basement now that she has like two kids and a husband it probably doesn't have the same kind of prominence in the in the home decor probably not hey moms moms love john it's true very true do you have friend boundaries well i'm gonna say this month especially probably not Going into the summer, it's just like people are on you. Yeah, at some at some point, you kind of have to get back into it after not seeing folks for a while. But you don't um, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Just, women. <laughs> and also, yeah, you're you're a busy boundaries. person. You're a busy person. There's a lot of people in the last year and a half, yeah. who have revealed themselves to be a scrub. And we could scrub those people right out of your goddamn contact list. You're an editor in chief, and you're wearing a Ralph Lauren sweater. These fucking fools can wait. Like they don't need you. Got oh you. Got to do you. Yeah. When you got EIC in front of your name, things hit a little different. You know what I mean? I gotta answer calls, or I'm not going to get paid. Nobody wants. You know, I gotta answer the calls. I'm I'm excited to like hang out with people I haven't seen in, in a while. Now, were you a COVID? Were you were you taking it seriously, or were you like maybe yeah. someone like me, where you we didn't take it that seriously? I took it pretty seriously. Do you? When we all like were like, we're not working in the office anymore. My partner, who actually works at GQ, and I just like 
it was just like us locked down in the living room. I know. By the way, I do. I do know your partner. I actually know her dad. Oh, amazing! Legend. Legend. Truly a legend. legend. Truly a legend. Legendary family. Shout out Bill Bennett. Shout out to Bill. But so, so you you were were you like bleaching the bananas? Like what level are we talking? I mean, it was like the wiping down every single. Thing. Oh, you were a wiper. You were yeah. a wiper. EIC stands for extremely into COVID. Is that what that is? <laughs> I wouldn't say into. Like that implies that like I am a like number one fan, which is po- not the case. It's not, it's not a positive. Okay, just to be clear, it's not a positive. <laughs> yeah, it's not okay, a positive. extremely into caution. Yes. Extremely into cleaning. Exactly. Exactly okay. that. But do you do you consider yourself a cautious person in general or are you kind of letting it spray? It depends on what it is. Like what are we talking about? Drug use. Like paying your taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cautious we're at something not so yeah. cautious that other thing. You seem like a very responsible person. I don't think you get to be where you are in your life and career. Wiling out, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like when I meet when I meet people like you that are relatively young and like ha- have an advanced job, I think that there is some traits that I am jealous of personally. Uh, <laughs> caution, respect for authority, a lot of these traits that are kind of required to really advance in life and be successful, I uh, sadly don't possess. And at 38, I don't think I'm going to to get those you, you know what i mean i i hear you i hear you i don't know i feel like i'm my prevailing trait i would say is like sensitive like i'm a pretty sensitive mm. person this is where i would maybe you can cue up the john mayer classic aries um, <laughs> no but that's a good i think sensitive sensi- I, I think sensitivity is good and, i mean in any in any respect you know to other people's needs like to like oh how is this going to be received like things like that like i'm always i think that's actually like what it is more so than anything else yeah i mean i think that's mostly positive though obviously if you're in control of it you know what i mean i think that's a pretty yeah, nice way to exactly. be exactly that's yeah, a pretty yeah, nice yeah. way to be because i suffer from lack of empathy which for certain things like for certain things and this is actually wow i didn't even mean to do that but that brings up i would we, we were talking about the britney spears thing oh wow yeah, yeah i had not tapped in on that i was just like i don't care about this really like whatever and then yesterday a buddy of ours sent us like the live feed and I was like, this is fucking insane. I can't believe well, yeah, yeah. I wasn't paying attention yeah. to it. So were you following that the whole time at all? Or were you, or were you just, yeah, I've been like watching along. I won't say that like I'm as, you know, entrenched in the free Britney movement. I, I of course, you know, support, but I have not been like out. I was not yeah, somebody who's you didn't like protest out at the courthouse. You know, You're not on the front lines. Yeah. Unfortunately I, I was not that, that active in the, in the, situation but i don't know your like, silence just, is I deafening think... continue <laughs> no I, I just think it's like i think it's very like fucked up and i think you can see like that it's been going on for such a long time i think she said like 13 years and like that's it's just it's very long ridiculous. i mean there's, there was just a few things like i think that like the iud thing was r- that's yeah that's i was like that's horrendous this is insane like the the money like that's criminal yeah that's what i mean it's like the money stuff is like bad but the iud thing is truly criminal that's the best way to put it yeah. do you think pops is gonna see some jail time for this shit when it all gets laid out if he doesn't see jail time he'll see some other people in the streets who might Ooh. do worse <laughs> yeah chris i don't know i don't know i don't know it's chris like, crocker chris crocker is gonna happy. beat his ass chris crocker gonna people find him in the street happy. and beat his ass no okay. i mean people yeah. it's, it's not it's not safe for him in chelsea is what you're saying it is not <laughs> he's gotta check it in. is not <laughs> he's not he's not welcome okay he can't tap in i do think that the I, I guess it's so much more powerful to hear it from her mouth and i think that's why yeah 
Yeah, that's the. Di- I think that's the big difference. It's the first time we're hearing from her, which, quite frankly, like is the only thing that matters. In yeah, all, that's in all also insane. Though this is the first time we've heard that it's been thirty years, and it's the first time we've heard from her. Yeah, so I just feel terrible for. her. I've been thinking a lot about like why people have like such passionate attachments, especially to like celebrities. And from a very interesting perspective of like when I was younger, grew up in a very conservative household, actually. So like anything like I wanted to watch or engage with or whatever that was like more secular, like I had to do it in secret. It was like going down to the basement. Okay, like, let me put on this Britney Spears and just like sit and listen to it. And like the real like in some ways, even though not an ideal situation, but like I think it gave me like this. It was an additional kind of escape, an additional like different kind of like attachment and and relationship to. And I mean, more than that, like you have to like really savor it when you're you know, when you're in it, because you don't know the next time you're going to be able to sneak away and, and listen to it. So like, or like going to a friend's house and they would put it on and you'd just be like, oh my God, yes, like Britney Spears is on. Like, I know it sounds weird, but oh, like, I, no, I no, think no. like, when you're deprived of all that stuff and you actually, and you finally get to see I'm a slave for you. Yeah. For me, it was like lucky, you know, mm. but I also just think, I mean, it's just like, she did create like, I don't care how you feel about like pop music, whatever. Like it's objectively like some of the best pop music of all time. Yeah. It's amazing. That's what we forget sometimes when we're upset, when, when, society's like obsessed with these people it's like it's kind of because the music was so good there's all these other factors but it's also like these songs course, are that course. good they're they're professional you know it's like it's incredible that good. and now the only way we remember that is when the netflix documentary comes out about it and you're like oh shit boys to men really was so awesome or whatever yeah, have you watched like. have you watched this is pop yet i haven't I've, I've seen i've seen the clip like the clips and snippets i like need it's to like, you know since it is pride like i'm busy but like oh yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah just yeah, dive yeah. back into into everything but i love like all of those like music documentaries it's it, i watch i've watched like three or four of them and it's just like because it's like episodes but the yeah the boys to men one specifically stuck with me because that's another thing that i lived through mm-hmm. and i just didn't even think about it just didn't even come to me that basically like all the white boy bands just stole their swag and and got the got even bigger than they were and they were global yeah, say that yeah they, they were huge which i mean it may it Obviously, it's logical. I mean, not logical, but like I know that's how it happened, but I'd never seen it like laid out like that. Yeah. They have baby faced, <laughs> baby face talking about it in the studio, and it's like blue lights, and he's wearing giant sunglasses and like a full track suit. Good for him. Yeah. Baby face looks like he's about to kill you. You know what I mean? The whole, he's so soft. Baby face is like 70 years old. He looks good as hell. He's smooth as hell. He does. I saw he's him. Beautiful. I saw him recently at a restaurant. In the exact yeah. same outfit, like full track suit. He was at Jason. He was at Escuela. Hey, maybe he has a uniform. I think maybe he does have. A, I think he does have a uniform. Babyface was at Escuela. He's the kind of guy who his security guard carries him, like Dave Chappelle style. Like I don't <laughs> yeah, walk. No. I mustn't walk to the restaurant. No, he was at. He was at Escuela. But I just think that that. I think that the the boys to men. They kind of go through the fact that like. Hey, we were as big as we as anyone could be. Mm-hmm. Then, like Backstreet Boys came along, ate our fucking lunch, yep. and we didn't know what to do. And now they're basically like in Vegas. They were like, we had to come to terms with the fact that this is where we are. And now they're doing Vegas and they're making a bunch of money. But it's like the mental fortitude to kind of get through all of yeah. it is very tough. Just like Britney, just like Britney. And everybody says every industry is wild, but like to me, it's just like damn. <laughs> I don't know if I would make it. They really chew you up and spit you out. Yeah, and I, I. 
wanted to be a drummer growing up. Like I like that's my favorite. Like playing the drums is my favorite. Yeah, we're about to get into that shit because Jason sent like, me the videos before we got on, and I was like, "Damn, we got a real skin slapper on our hands." I said, oh "I said she, I said she like lifts off the seat when she hits the when she hits the crash, which you know is real." My last, I think the last one I posted is actually uh, Britney Spears. Lucky. Okay, that's a tie-in. I, I don't know. I I post a lot and just like archive them because I'm like nobody wants like this is that's not true. Nobody wants to watch me play the drum. <laughs> don't archive it. Don't archive it. The things I want to watch on Instagram are skateboarding videos and drum videos that's literally oh, what amazing. i that's well, like what i want to watch then i'll then i'll keep it coming what's the history on this for you who who got you into is your dad a drummer but you play a bunch of instruments right not just drums oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i have a Damn. bass well uh yeah bill sent us bill sent us a bass that's sitting in jason our we're fucking lo- we're fucking losers bro can't even play <laughs> wait who's bill <laughs> bill bennett the We've guy we're talking about earlier oh bill, god i got i got i got i got yeah 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 drumming is is requires the most space and it's fucking loud so parents hate it yeah i actually i won't say not that i'm gatekeeping locations but i just don't need anybody like being like on a saturday like oh can we jam like just like yeah. rolling up on me um all it's probably very easy to figure out but um i just like book there are a lot of rehearsal spaces in the city that are really yeah amazing um you can find them in every single neighborhood if you just like look there are places i didn't even know existed and like in neighborhoods i've lived in mm-hmm. forever you know so so you just go there have a by yourself meeting put the Air- airpod pros on two three hours i don't know if y'all have this where like they're very distinct memories of like when you're like three and you see this thing and you're like, that's going to become a part of my personality. Mm. Has that ever happened to you? That was the first time I ever saw an Asian girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is very different, obviously. Okay. But, um, Carry on. There's, this, there's this commercial on uh, PBS where this kid is like playing on pots and pans and like the pots and pans turn into a drum set. Oh. And I saw that and was and you're like, just like, I'm with it. That's that's it for me the kid imagines that the pots and pans become a drum set. And so I did that in like did that same thing, taking all the pots and pans out of the kitchen until my parents were like, no more of this. We'll get you a little tiny, like one of those terrible the, the shitty like, kids. Yeah, exactly. And so I dealt with that for like years and years until I joined the the school band. Um, Your mom was like, fuck you, PBS. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. She said, exactly. I ain't donating to that. I ain't donating to that shit network anymore. We ain't donating. Very that. Um, and then I guess like the rest is history. Okay. So what, what are all the instruments you can play? Drums, bass. What else you slapping? Drums, bass, guitar, piano. What? Quit you're, violin. You're a whole ass band. Trumpet. You're just a whole ass band, aren't you? Hey, if I had any time, I would turn a room into like, you know, just mess around. Okay, so when you go and, and, and just play drums for a few hours in the little lock locked up room, is that is that a meditative situation for you? Absolutely. What's the, mean, how many like milligrams do you take before you go in there? Like <laughs> <laughs> No, I honestly like I bring like I bring, you know, like some beer with me. Like I'll like and and that's what I'll, it's always off. You'll never see it in the video unless it's like behind You're smart. My, uh, yeah. my classic my editor in chief move. <laughs> well I mean you now take you take the all t shirt off, wrap it around your head. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> baby. She ain't she ain't posting beer for free. They gotta hit the back. they gotta hit the account. Corona, send me the check if we could talk about it. But it's nothing. But it's literally like it's like PBR. Like I went to Syracuse. Like it's nothing fancy. <laughs> I love that. I love you. I love you pulling up on a Saturday afternoon with a six pack of PBR and just ready to fucking play. I I love this. It's what it is. We call that do not disturb. You got some jars. You you, know, you got to go to the bathroom. You know we don't have time. <laughs> the, the the places have bathrooms. <laughs> 
but um, they're not that terrible. Okay, okay. This is in my fantasy. I'm sorry. But it's the best. It is like the best release. Were you in bands and stuff in, in high school, like growing up? Like not school band, like like regular bands? Like terrible well, look, bands. look, like, we we terrible. all were okay. Don't you're in a safe space here. So you 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 grew up with like a pop punk background, perhaps warp Tory vibe, some emo yeah, shit. Okay, exactly, which was very at odds with all the dynamics I was telling y'all about. Because those are all bands that don't have musical talent, and you're like, I have all this <laughs> talent. What am I going to do with it? What am I no, doing? I mean, I mean like, Yellow I Card know. has a violin player, but that's all we really got to work <laughs> with, right? That's true. Yellow card. Yeah, did. I guess so. What like, are your top three, though? What do you What are you top three, though? Because I, I mean, the listeners love when I talk about this, but I do have a. I also have a pop punk background as well that I can reveal to you. But let's. See, I just want to see how deep you are and in, how entrenched you are. I mean, I am a big fan of Paramore, Haley Williams. Like that's my kind of. I don't know if, if that's what you. You know, we've almost had her on the show a few times, and wow. it hasn't it hasn't worked love out. But I'm a I'm a bit. No, I'm a I big fan it. of hers too. And it's also she her. literally crawled so Olivia Rodrigo could rip her off you heard it here first you already know i do love i love i love sour so i love it no i love all of it i love all of it but speak on amazing. it wembley come on there's an audio podcast <laughs> I, I love an audio podcast i love sour as as somebody who was a big and i'll just say again this is probably y'all are gonna laugh at me i think avril Lavigne was huge in terms of my sexual awakening so like as somebody who stands so hard, wait what hold on yes Shout out to Avril Lavigne. I was in an Avril Lavigne music video. No way. So her, her and I have a deep connection as well. And Britney Spears too. <laughs> That's incredible. If you watch the I'm with you video, you're familiar with the, with that, no way. With that ballad. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing a, yeah, a Burberry scarf wrapped around my neck and I had no long way. hair and I'm the person that takes the $5 at the door and then stamps her hand. That's my The dream. Burberry scarf was probably fake, but that we don't have to get into that on this podcast. The Pashmina. It was a gift and I and I question its authenticity, sure. <laughs> what do you think? So Wembley, what is it about Avril that was really just hitting for you? Was it was it the talent or was it the look? It was a mixture, I don't know. It was probably how old you were at the time. There um I loved the ties like I did. <laughs> You know, that was like an, an, an authentic signifier that not a, a lot thing. of people were doing. Yeah, that's true. I, I did like the ties. Mm-hmm. I love the tanks, even though I'm not I can't attest to her level of skateboarding talent. That was appealing <laughs> to me. I can't I don't know. It, yeah, we all know Avril can't skate. So but for me, I was like, this is interesting. Like what's going on here? What age are we talking about, though? What age is this? I was in sixth grade. So okay. that yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. that that, that ages me as Inject well. Inject Avril into your veins at that point when you're yeah, twelve years exactly. old. Yeah, exactly. I used like the first day of middle school. I wa- I like got up and watched her driven or whatever it was on VH1. Mm-hmm. Like that was like my entry point into my first day of middle school. I clearly hold on to a lot of memories here. So that was that was a big shift in your brain at that at that age. <laughs> yes, yes. I was like, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. Yeah, yeah, she's like Jason. The shift was I'm gay, so that's it, really. Also, I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to sixth grade. I'm gay. Okay, well, we we got Paramore, we got Avril. Who's our num- numero tres? Let's try and get some fellas in the mix while we're at it. Wembley. Yeah, Come no, I on. did. I my I'll say I really loved Green Day. Mm-hmm. Also, sixth oh, grade era. Oh. Like I did. I don't. I understand people are like, no. <laughs> I'm more of a whatever. Taking Back Sunday hate- guy. I'm more of a Taking she's, Back Sunday. She's living guy. her truth. I played uh, Make Damn Sure uh, as part of an audition for like a one <laughs> of my go. terrible. Now we're talking one of my terrible classic uh, banger. Classic fans. banger. Yeah. Classic classic banger. This is unfortunate because my Avril obsession also influenced. Uh, my love for some 41 because at the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Avril was dating 
Uh, Derek. What's what's his last name? Wibley. Oh, Wibley. I knew it was close. So I, I was like, okay, Big connection this is there. a sign. Yeah, this massive. is a sign. You know, I was I was listening. I was listening to that <laughs> Sum Forty One song. The what is it? Fat Lip. The 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 first big single. Mm. And I was like, this is bad, but like. There's something about this song. Yeah. 100%. It sticks. It sticks. Like it, it, it was not it was not to be snoozed on. Watching all this stuff come full circle is pretty crazy for me. The Olivia Rodrigo thing cemented it the most to me where I was like, mm. "Oh, this literally sounds like Paramore and this is the biggest oh, yeah. record in the world." And Absolutely. It's, the song is written by a guy who like comes from that world. Yeah. So it's just it's just like a really full circle moment and let me I want you to weigh in on this. I think Olivia Rodrigo has dethroned Billie Eilish. I don't think so. I think they're giving two completely. I think they're giving two completely different. Oh, energies. they definitely are. We also haven't seen too much of of this new. I think Billy's new era is also going to usher in something that we can't. I feel like we can't really say. Don't sleep on on her. I would never sleep on Billy, but I'm just saying. I think that she was. That's not true. I just think she was so big, like it was so insane. But I guess that can never that that can't be maintained. No matter who you are, that's very difficult to maintain for two records. Like I said, it might just be a different energy, a different kind of like fan base. Like maybe she's gravitating like gravitating towards the different sounds that comes with like Agreed. also less like maybe rabid fans. I love the stands, love the fans, like whatever. I've <laughs> had my fair share of going to like Billy concerts and stuff like that. But maybe it is maybe she's expanding also in a way that I think Olivia is still very, very entrenched in the, the teen scene, which is powerful. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. I think the Billy evolution has to happen. Like that's like what has to happen. I'm my concern is not concerned, but I think that you know I think all the songs being written with her brother is going to at a certain point a third party needs to come in to really change the sound, and that will that will Jack Antonoff, not Jack Antonoff, anybody <laughs> anybody but Jack Antonoff. I think he's booked. I feel like he's pretty booked. I mean, talking about pop punk and like evolutions, like I think we're about to see some wild shit from Willow Smith that I'm so excited about. From Willow Smith. Mm. You, are you talking about alternative press cover cover star Willow Smith? I think it's going to be massive. She's Is she working with the other Jack Antonoff, Travis Barker? Yeah, on that latest on that latest single. I need to hear it. Is it good? Oh, it's great. Is it better than I whip my hair back and forth? That's a classic. Classic. I'm not going to rank them or like put them because they're just very. <laughs> I can't sounds, do that. I, can, I would sound. never pit Willow against. So are Willow. you a Willow? Are you a Willow stand? Absolutely. Probably like my, the person that I like. I will follow you mm-hmm. anywhere. You know, not anywhere, but you like, know, what even I mean. if like, she gets canceled, you will follow her. <laughs> I think she like has a pretty good head on her. Jason does, Willow Smith and ever getting canceled. Unfortunately, all the white mu- men musicians I grew up with, I can't follow them into any fires because they, right. they 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 already got flushed on the toilet. Hey, Look, I can't even listen to. Voice. I can't even talk about Van Morrison anymore. It's fucked up out here, man. It's oh, I didn't up. know that. Well, his shit is more like COVID truther, which doesn't bother. That's not as bad to me. That that's like you know that's just dumb mm-hmm. old guy shit. That's like. Van been on Facebook too long. You know what I mean? And nobody's, <laughs> no, 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 nobody chimed sure. in. You know, no, no one Say no to, more. Yeah, Say you, no you know more. what it is. You know so, Wembley, you, you said you've been having a busy Pride month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not over. So, you guys are just ramping up a lot more content than normal this month. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's this is our... I won't say it's our, like, Christmas or whatever. I don't, like... That's I feel like a stupid analogy. Super Bowl is fine. Super Bowl. We can, we can, if you're, yeah. you're ESPN and this is fine. this is March Madness. Yeah. Yes. Um. Exactly. Um. <laughs> which is, I mean, I think it's it's this year is super interesting in particular because we're on this like interesting cusp, especially in the states where luckily like folks are kind of able to like get back out there and like mm-hmm. have these like in person 
moments this <laughs> IRL activations is what they're called yeah exactly so like we're kind of like trying to like toe the line I'm trying to honestly like toe the line between like turning out stuff that really honors the legacy of, of of pride but then also you know gets people kind of excited for that kind of personal connection again again too it's definitely it's definitely happening okay so are there a lot of are you guys doing any like experiential stuff you know, like a very small, like intimate kind of thing um, tomorrow night. Um, I also am just going to be like absolutely like bopping around to as many things as I can I can kind of get to. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of uh, L.A. Cruz, I don't know if y'all y'all follow, uh, tweeted the other day. Uh, Pride 2021 is is like the Hunger Games or something. Mm-hmm. And it's very like that is the energy in New York City. Like it is people are voracious. You're okay. You're out there. You're running around. You're looking over your shoulder. What's going on? I got to do something. You're chasing down the next activation or it's not like a murder type of thing though. <laughs> no murder okay. vibes. Okay. Okay. Cause when I hear hunger games, I think, you know, violence, the sport of killing things like that. Sure. I mean, perhaps like to get tickets to things like that. Or they're ticketed. Like, is, I always thought, I didn't know Pride was like a ticketed. I thought it was just lit ass parties. That's the only Pride I participated in. Except when I got lost one time and I, I accidentally, my running route took me to the parade and then I was locked in. And you were a part of it. You were the. I was really a part of it. Yeah, I was a part of it. you had the shoes for it. God, thank God. I did an extra couple miles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to, to participate. But I didn't know ticketed, like, what do you mean? Like, like shows and shit or just like parties? You think Troy Sivan plays for free, bitch? Troy Sivan does not play for free. That's true. It's just like, I think it's also a part of like the COVID precautions. Like you have to be oh, very careful yeah, yeah, about yeah, like, yeah. you know, Capacity. how many people are in the, yeah. So I, especially more so than, than years, years prior. So people really are trying to get out there, get in there. And I mean, a lot of the, the big parties, Poppy Juice, amazing party sold out, you know, um in like minutes break down poppy juice for me what are we talking about uh it's it's like since it it started in 2013 okay um it's just like a a collective based in new york city um that is a really i think amazing like community-based kind of not organization because that sounds so sterile but like like i said collective that does like panels workshops performances residencies all like really, really uplifting and amplifying like queer black folks and brown folks um, and and centering kind of their stories, experiences. Um, but they also, I mean, their parties are just amazing. And, and also and, uh, the parties are lit. Let's not. <laughs> they are. They are. They're great. Um, but that, yeah, that that sold out real fast. But there's so much there's so much stuff going on too. Um, Three dollar bill has been like popping off. Ty Sunderland throws like great great parties that 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 also have like sold out. There's uh, he's throwing like this uh, chromatica boat party. Chromatica boat party. Now I'm ready to tap in. What are we talking about? It's exactly what it sounds like. It's chromatica, but on the boat, Chris. Uh, you know, are there performances or are we just blasting Gaga from the speakers? It's Gaga. It's like it's just Gaga at sea. Gaga at sea. Yeah. Did you try the Oreo though? I never got the Oreos. You know what? I didn't either, and I feel a little bit slighted. I never. The fact that I you, the fact the that they Oreos. didn't send your promotional sleeve, is kind of crazy. That's a missed opportunity. <laughs> it might have been on. It might have been on me though. <laughs> like, you take the blame for that. I'm in between addresses right now. 
it could have been like an inbox situation. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and so just blanket statement apology. There's a listener right now who's got a sleeve with your name on it. Just drop the PO box in in the DMs, and we'll get it done. Yeah, we'll make sure Wimbley <laughs> gets one, her sleeve. One long bleep of my. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, so you you were talking at the beginning about paying homage to kind of the earlier traditions of Pride, yeah. and then you know, and modernizing it now to 2021. Like, what are yeah. Can you give us some examples of like the the original pride traditions and, and energy versus now? Yeah. I mean, it started as a protest against police brutality. There was that riot, you know, at Stonewall in 1969. And since then, I mean, I don't think it's absolutely not a stretch to say that it's become pretty corporate. There's rainbows everywhere, whatever. And fuck you, Shake Shot. I mean, look, there's a part of me, especially, like I said, growing up in a really conservative family where like, if you're a kid in Wisconsin and you see that means something very different yeah. to like me living in, in obviously Brooklyn, like seeing it all yeah, the time. Of course. Everywhere. No, no, it, it all, it all matters. It all matters in its own way. It all matters. So when, when did yeah. it go like move from a protest for police brutality into, and there, there's still a lot of that going on right now as a through line for pride, but it's also become a goddamn fiesta. I think it's been more recent. I do think it's been more recent. I remember coming for like my first pride. It was it was like right after um marriage equality was was passed. Like that was like my first ever in New York City, relatively out, like out-ish, if you will. So that's why I kind of call it my first pride. Like I've seen prides before. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I grew up in DC, so like I know what pride is, but like mm-hmm. in New York City proper out-ish and can like kind of enjoy it with friends and stuff like that. And it was definitely like like that then, like still like the banks and like stuff like that with their little booths and and floats. But I think it's definitely like the 50th was like really where I was like, this is this feels like Mm -hmm. suddenly salads are gay and like stuff like that. And you're like, what is suddenly salad's been gay. Salads have been gay. It's it's tough, though, because (laughs) I think it is. I mean, I think that pride, you know, the bigger it gets, the better, you know, that overarching just exposing all of the world who are not used to gay people and just having it be such a big and powerful thing. That is a good thing. But, you know, at what point do you let go of the corporate, you know, like at a certain point, the corporate claws are going to get into everything that you do, no matter what it is. Yeah. You make a good point that. This stuff seems corny to us or a stretch to us because we're so involved and we understand what it means. But there are people that that might be the only thing they see or it's the thing that catches them. So is it, you know, I mean, I see people on Instagram and Twitter like roasting these brands and obviously I get it. It's like low hanging fruit and it's easy and, and, you know, but I think that is a fair, I think that's a fair point. I think it's like, look, if you're, a kid that's 13 and lives in Wichita and you see McDonald's do something. That might be the only thing you see. If you're the parents of that 13 year old kid in Wichita and you see this and like, Oh, like this is a big thing. It's like, yeah, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's cool. It's great. Like there are still a lot of people who need to have their minds changed about. Yeah. I think it's much more insidious though. When it's like one, it's like we do this only in June and then we abandon everyone. And then two, when we're, putting rainbows on everything, but then we're also donating to like politicians or what have you that are actively like working to do terrible things. Suck my dick, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, you can't, you can't have both. You can't have both. Exactly. I mean, I think that we talk about this a lot though on the podcast too, where it's like, I think that to, to live a life that is um, free of some of that stuff, like if you, if you tried to go through life and really not spend money with anyone who's bad, I don't think you could survive. 
Yeah, it's like if you go too far up the ladder, it's yeah. Just like, you're gonna find it. You're gonna find something you don't um, like. At the very least, you'll have a bad cell phone. Exactly. Exactly. You'll, you'll be yeah. Metro PCS uh, luckily is is a friend to the community, but service isn't great. Folks have long also been doing the work to advocate against like the kind of corporatization of of pride. There's actually an amazing organization, um, the Reclaim Pride Coalition, um, and they spearhead and, and help kind of organize primarily the Queer Liberation March, which starts in Bryant Park and then kind of disperses around Washington Square Park. And that's really, it's like they kind of, you know, saw this is becoming a problem. Yeah. You know, the cops at Pride is is a is a problem. Like, let's give folks a way to like kind of protest against that and retain that that spirit of of Stonewall, the the the, the riot mm-hmm. uh, in 1969. So, I'll be participating in that. I think it's an amazing way, like I said, to like really honor the legacy of Pride. Um, can you say what that is called again, so our listeners can look into that more? Yes, uh, the the Queer Liberation March. Queer Liberation March. Okay, good. Yes, starting gathering in Bryant Park at at two thirty. There's going to be nobody from the Bravo Network there. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I don't know. I don't know their schedules. Okay. I don't know what their calendars look like. It's a it's an interesting conundrum, you know, because obviously you want the visibility and and but there's yeah. there's also you know there, there's negatives to that as well, depending on where it comes from. Exactly. It's always a bummer to have your one thing, you know, like a warp tour. Like this is my one thing that is all about me, and then at a certain point, you're like, I don't want to be associated with it once it turns into this big, you know, like sp- sponsored by Walmart type shit. Or in general, like there are some people like, and I completely understand this. I feel it's like we're talking about all these amazing events. I think they're they're great and they're fun, but it's also not for everyone. And if that's not what your like kind of celebration looks like, that's also completely fine. If it's Pride is also a hard month for people who maybe aren't completely out or mm-hmm. just like don't feel, you know, like we're, we keep talking about the community. What does community mean? Like, I think it also can be a very internal like process of just like personal affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I hope and and especially like through the work that I do at them, like that I can help people feel like one, it doesn't always, it doesn't have to just be limited to June. Like this feeling that you have or are supposed to have or whatever, doesn't have to just be this month and then it goes away. And then also just to help people kind of redefine like what pride means to them. Um, it doesn't have to be the boats or the, obviously the floats or, or anything. It's like, not all boats and floats. It's not yeah, all boats. Exactly. Well, I mean, but this is though, exactly. this is like a... Put that on a t-shirt. This boats is my next cricket sweater. <laughs> this is a reminder though, because it's honestly, if you live in, you know, if, you, if you're if you Jason or I, you live in New York or LA, like struggling with sexuality is not something you're exposed to at a certain age. You know what I mean? Like it's like not yeah. something I hear about all the time. It's also not something that I, I'm mostly surrounded by people that are out and proud for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it is nice to remember that like no matter how how much we know or how normal this is for us. There's a lot of people where that they're struggling. Yeah, it's, it's not, not, it's not the case. Yeah. It's yeah. not everyone's experience. And I think I, I definitely yeah. forget that on a day to day basis for sure. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't make my big like coming out to like my family and like everyone like that, everyone I went to like high school with until like, right before i took this job shit so like i was really? still like yeah yeah so you had a slow rollout <laughs> yes you had a slow rollout it was the exactly. album's in stores exactly. but we're gonna keep we got four singles on this shit so from sixth grade <laughs> until like a year ago i mean there are phases like you know like a few people here and there in high school obviously college is just like like yeah you know. you're going off uh, yeah, everywhere. syracuse yeah, was exactly. syracuse was a movie syracuse yeah was- <laughs> hey. it is a movie <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, let's get a twenty four on this. I feel like a lot of these stories that I've heard are parents are either like 
fully shocked or like, yeah, we know. Yeah, I my mom, she's she is the best. She is the best. But she was essentially half asleep on the couch. She was like, I already knew. <laughs> you know, uh, my my brother said, uh, that's what's up. <laughs> like, and then we like took it like we went to a bar and like took a tequila shot. Um, Can't even write that. That's just out of a movie. That's too so, good. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, that's what's up. That's like all. That's all <laughs> yeah. It literally was. It was like, OK, this is up. And, uh, the rest, like I said, is, is history. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody has their own, obviously, like reaction. I think the weirdest part is like feeling the pressure to like field other people's reactions when it should just be about you mm-hmm. but yeah and then the next the next monday i was uh starting this gig it gave you the kind of push off the ledge that you maybe needed yeah exactly i was like if, if i don't do it now i'm never gonna yeah do it in the way in the more traditional way but like kind of what i was saying like i i think that we kind of need to rethink the way we talk about coming out um i, I see a lot of folks like you know, referring to it more as like a welcoming in and just like, you know, choosing like the wording. Actually. Yeah. I mean, it was with that, that NFL player this week when stuff like that happens, you look at the comments and, and a lot of the comments are like, why you need to say something, (laughs) why you need to tell, I don't care. I don't, it's like, that's not really like that. And but what I'm saying is that response from a lot of people, they think they're being like, they're down for the cause. You know what I mean? With that, yeah. with that kind of wording. That's their way is, of showing support. Yeah. That's their way of showing support. But I think that that, that happening this week, you know, it's, it's interesting um, because it's like, it seems like stuff like that, like for that to be a first time in 2021 is fucking crazy. Yeah. That, that's what's really wild. Yeah. Some you. of these firsts, I'm just like, it, not embarrassing on the par- the part of the person. Like, obviously, this is incredible, but like em- embarrassing on parts of like the our crumbling, like, our crumbling like, society. Yeah. yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, I'm embarrassed every day. By that, our that's what I said. That, that's why I'm like not. I started this saying like maybe I should just like be my my chart said I should like just be alone. So maybe I don't need to be participating in the uh, hey. crumbling society. Whoa, I know a lot right. of people who are gay and alone, they, and they make it look good. There's more money for clothes. This is true. No, I'm sure. I'm sure you have many, many people who are after you in the comments and the DMs. Not to worry. It's probably it's like a, the T Pain situation where T Pain is like, oh, this person DM'd me. Sometimes I'm like, my dms are not my business even though they technically are it's just like <laughs> you get some stuff in there that you're just like what are you talking about no i mean the people are cruel people are cruel especially when it's anonymous you know what i mean it's an easy it's an easy yeah. thing to do but i think that the the stuff yeah. with them because we so we have michael kuby on the podcast like a while ago yes and yes that's, that's my man that's my man so i've been i've been he's the best i've been reading them and following them like after like he was my introduction to it um so mm. i what what do you think where are you trying to take it like what are you trying to do specifically specifically that feels like your you know you can put your stamp on it one of the things that is so beautiful about right now is like we call ourselves you know a community-based platform like everything we do ultimately is not about us up here as editors or whatever like it should all be ultimately about the community the people and the voices that are inspiring us so i do want to do you know more in-person kind of like salons and gatherings and things like that for people and not just in the sense of like entertainment or like just socializing but you know actual like resources, education, creating also like sober spaces, because so much I think of like moments for for queer people to connect are rooted in kind of like alcohol sometimes, like drinking or or things like that. So trying to create just different things for folks to do. I also, you know, believe wholeheartedly that like while traditional editorial is amazing, it really is. That's Um, right. Thank you. Thank you for that representation. That's what we love. Shout out to all my gatekeepers out there. We love you guys. (laughs) 
<laughs> it is. I think I, it like, especially like being in queer media where there are so few, you know, there are so few like queer specific outlets. Them to me is the most modern version of it I, I've ever seen. I appreciate it. And that's important because I think to really appeal to the audience that is maybe most important right now, it has to be that way. It has to feel super yeah. bleeding edge, yeah. and like, you know, on the right and like pulse. as inclusive yeah. as, as possible all the time. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. I haven't, I haven't liked an out cover in what seems like years. <laughs> hey, I am of the mind of like, I would like to see more and like have more queer media, regardless of what anything looks like then. The rising tide lifts all ships, even the Lady Gaga ones. Exactly, exactly. Riding wave. When Harry Styles is on the cover of Gay Letter, I'm buying all, all the cover, all the different versions. You know what I mean? I'm buying all, all the different versions. The Frank one, the Frank one was amazing. That's one of my favorite like covers. We won't get into this, but I'm, I'm not a Frank Ocean fan, but that is an amazing cover. It's an amazing well, we cover. Not, it was very will, good. We will not get it. We will not be getting <laughs> Into I was I was thinking about getting a Frank tattoo. Frank tattoo. Damn, pride hits different love, for you. I it's love, true. I love self control. Self control. That's my favorite Frank song too. Yeah, I was gonna get I I I on my. Oh shoulder. yeah. Are you yatted up? Are you got you got hella tats or what? Oh, I have so many you can't see. Smart. But, um, you're corporate. I like that you're yeah. a corporate thug when you need to be. Much like me. That I understand that all my shit. All my shit can be covered up by some sleeves. You know what I mean? We're good. I'm. I'm working. I'm working on it. It'll, it'll get to that. It'll get to that point. Well, now I know which song to play at the end of the episode. That would be the best uh, play out music possible. I agree. It's my closing time. <laughs> you're wild. You're wild. <laughs> Honestly, it's nice to have a guest on of somebody like we don't know at all. I'm familiar with your work. You're doing something like that. I'm like, I'm familiar with the conventions of it, but you actually have a true task in front of you. Like that, that could, um, actually make a difference. You know what I mean? Whereas most of the things we talk about on this show are absolute bullshit or the minutia of our boring lives. So, you know, every once in a while, it's, Hey, but that's what, that's what makes up a life too. You know, like it's it's, it's all, it's all important stuff. It's all important stuff. Um, We need education and entertainment, Chris. That's that's all you You seem very well. You seem very well rounded though, which I think is like, I think that is, (sighs) that's the rare. I mean, you know, I think that's rare. Honestly, people get so singularly focused where it's like, yeah, but do you uh, ever have any fun? Cause like you're going to die one day. No, I'm going to, I'm going to be having some fun. I'm like, here's an empty Gatorade bottle. Like I am preparing. You know? So let's go. She got the Pedialyte in I'm the serious. mini fridge at her desk. It's true. I was out. I was out till like three last night, just because it's everything's. Oh, you know, it's, it's bad. It's part of your it's, job. It's hard. It's hard to get yourself home, and it is. Yeah, exactly. Like I was at. I was in queer spaces at queer parties, so it's like. Yes, I am doing my job. Actually, thank you. Yeah, Jason. Jason's a DJ, so he know he knows what it's like to be. Unfortunately, you you can't tell your headache and your aching muscles that I was working last night. So please don't be hungover. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. I came in and I I have aching muscles because I slept on on the couch. I didn't want to bother Willa when I came in. At, Let's go. Like I said, three a.m. So. That's respectful as hell. You could not catch me doing that. I'm like, baby, move over, scoot over. Yeah, yeah I'm home. <laughs> no, she was on my she was on my side of the bed. So I was like, I'm not. Sometimes you need a good couch sleep if you ask me it straightens you out but i'm i'm a little bit i'm a little bit sore i gotta stretch up before tonight well we never we, yeah we would have never known we yeah the gifted hermes blanket i'm sure kept you warm so that's nice shout out to Condé nas and all the editors over there you know what i mean it's 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 a great it's a great gig if you can get it <laughs> wimbley thank you for joining us it was a pleasure tell people where they can find you they can watch you play drums uh etc on instagram please share with the with the group oh well thank you so much for having me this has been a this has been a blast um you can find me at wembley with an h uh sewell 
on Instagram. All my handles are all my handles are that. that. And, and yeah, follow them. What's the them? What's the them URL? Them dot us or us. Them dot us. Thank you, Wembley. It was a pleasure, and um, we will see you soon. Thanks so much. All right, later. Job bless. Bye, y'all. Give up just a night, night.